0: All right, here we go. Another episode of the musings of Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying healthy out there. I recently watched a video a gentleman posted on social media. And in this video, he tells a story of, or tells the story of, some recent health issues that he had experienced. Now, I, I know that, you know, that we it's not for us to judge, right? But we can make observations by things that we see or things that we hear. So anyway, he, he goes on to tell about how that, you know, he's, you know, he's um, getting exercise, eating better, blah, 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 blah. But if you go back uh, over time, and I've seen, you know, many videos, several videos of him smoking um, or he had been smoking, drinking, whatever, and by his own admission, he lived pretty much a, a, a very sedimentary 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 lifestyle. So you couple that with a poor diet, drinking, smoking, that is just the equation for something bad to happen, more likely than not. Right? I mean, there are some cases where folks smoke two packs of cigarettes, drink a six-pack every day, eat bacon for breakfast, bacon for lunch. Yada, 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 yada. But as a whole, for the vast majority of the population, that is a recipe for disaster. And to me, the lesson coming out of this isn't being reactive, but it's being proactive. And like I've talked about before, encourage it to be more of a advocate for your own health right not saying that if that if we eat right we don't smoke we don't drink get plenty of sleep that it's going to guarantee that you know we will never experience a heart attack or um, some other type of health crisis in our lives that is not 100% true but we can maybe stave them off um, we could maybe prolong pull, pull our, our life uh, or the quality of our life. You know, those are the things that I think that we do have some free will and choice over. And I firmly believe that when our time is up, our time is up. And there's nothing that we can do about that. but along the way that we have the free will to choose the foods that we eat you know things that we put into our bodies and the ability to go out and exercise and to try to live as healthy of a lifestyle as we can while we're here on this earth so it's it's great that people are you know waking up so there's no guarantees that you would have that opportunity and why not have that quality of life while you are living, right? And, or the versus, you know, being in poor health along the way. Enjoy life while you can. And maybe you, you might say, or someone might say, well, that, that is my idea of enjoyment. I guess that's your choice. Uh, and maybe you can get, like I said, maybe you get away with it. Maybe you don't. But to me, I think it, it's the odds are better to say take care of yourself. You know, not saying there's anything wrong with not having a drink from time to time. But but the the information out there is poor for our health. Same thing. Enjoy a good cigar, fine cigar from time to time. But again, it's, you know, there's still that negative impact that it has on us so it's about choices and deciding you know what type of life that we want to lead and it's good to have those reminders that that hard work and making those right decisions um can pay off and be very positive for us i had an interesting experience the other day i was uh stopped at a convenience store Getting gas and a uh, new or newer Infinity, I think it was Infinity uh, SUV, pulls up to the pump. And I go about my business pumping my gas, and um, a guy and his son come walking up to me. And the son is. Um, so they're supposedly can barely speak any English, but um, so he's holding his phone out. He's got a message typed out on it, and basically they're asking for money for gas. And I didn't get into the specifics of it, but you know, that caught my eye. That here's this newer SUV. It's got a it's got a temp tag on it, so it's recently been purchased um, from out of state and they're going around asking for gas money. So A, is the car stolen? Maybe, probably, possibly, probably not. Or B, are they running some type of scam that they're just trying to get other people to pay for gas? And to me, in this case, common sense probably tells you that, that this is some kind of a scam that they're just trying to take advantage of people to get him to pay for their gas. Now you can say, well, that's kind of a negative, jaded attitude to have towards uh, somebody in need. And you're right. I don't know the circumstances. Maybe he he's trying to get to a new job, or trying to get to a sick family member, um, or I, you know, I don't know. But if you can afford this vehicle, um, you do have some sort of money unless you've stolen it, and you should be able to afford the, the fuel for that car. And to me, again, it's okay to judge in that case that the things aren't adding up. See, this has been discussed quite a bit because you see quite a few folks on exit ramps and entrance ramps and intersections panhandling, begging for money. And we've all heard the stories or if not, you can hear it now of where, you know, the guys or, or ladies are, are you know, just look disheveled and look like, um, you know, hadn't showered in a week and just, you know, whatever. They go out and panhandle during the day and then they walk off to their Mercedes. It's parked off in a little bit of ways so nobody can see it and drive off. Okay. I get that. In that case. You don't know, right? We don't know. I don't know if that person is truly, unless I see them walking to that car, we, we don't know what's going on, okay? In that case, when you don't know, then I think if you give it to them and that happens, it, it is what it is, and, and they're the ones that you know, have to answer to God for that someday, but I think that what happens when people see these circumstances like this or hear about these things, therefore everybody's that way, and therefore you know nobody wants to help anybody out. Now, in most cases, though, I found in most cases these people, for um, whatever reason, you know, um, either blown their opportunity, you know, they do something to get thrown out of a, a shelter, or for whatever reason you know, they're just not staying there. Again, that's their choice. Um, but nonetheless, you know, are they in need? Probably so. But I know like again, a previous, uh, or somebody came up to me and wanted money for a hotel room. And I said, Hey, there's a, there is a shelter right down the road. They'll get you in go down there. No, I didn't want to do that. I said, I can't help you though, man. Like to me, I think there's more of that when you can go directly to the shelter, donate to the shelters, and let them be in charge of taking care of those folks in need. Granted, they could do things that are bad with it too. They could pocket in their own, you know, put in their own pocket, you know, um, line their coffers and and whatever. But uh, more times than not, these agencies are helping people out. But I will say that, I, that I've also, you know, where uh, we were downtown one time and a guy, was sitting on a bench, and he, he could obviously tell that he was a homeless guy and had a bunch of stuff that he had collected. And, you know, I had, I don't remember, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten bucks, whatever it was in my pocket, and I handed it to him. I said, here, man, here you go. Like, I, you could tell at the time that that is. Uh, and I think that we can't always be always go to the negative, which I probably tend to do more times than not. But, you know, in certain circumstances, um, we take advantage of trying to help somebody out in need. I think that's the key. That is the key to helping us become a more civilized society. A small key, a small thing. I shouldn't say key, a small step. A small step when we can help other people out, when we're willing to help other people out, especially those that are in need. And I think that sometimes it's best, and, and for myself, speaking for myself as anybody, is that we just need to take the opportunity to really think about these situations, try to make a, a, a quick judgment, a fair assessment of the situation, and decide whether or not we want to help them out. But there are many opportunities out there, for sure. And it's not always ours to judge on why that person is where they're at. But all we know is that they need a hand up, they need a little bit of help. It's better to see somebody who goes through a tough time and, and recovers and moves out of it and gets their life straight, gets a job, gets in place in a place to stay. And they, they may have, you know, pissed, quote-unquote pissed their life away or pissed their opportunities away for a few years. Um, but it just took them some time to get things straightened out and they fell on hard times, they fell on hard luck. And even if it is their decision, if at some point they come to a realization that they need to make some serious changes, then good for them. And we have the, um, the knowledge to know that we help them out or that we hope that somehow that our giving to them Uh, gives them hope and spurs them to try to do things to improve their own lives and be self-supportive, self-sufficient. There is no doubt that there is a lot of value in a good mechanic, in a great mechanic, an honest mechanic, in a good barber. All those services. Um, opportunities that you have, whether it be, you know, your um, plumbing or heating or said your car haircut. I mean, there's a lot of value in that. And I think many times that we as OTs um, expect younger generations to embrace those things that are that are quote unquote considered to be timeless, or things that we value when it comes to style or clothing, things like that. You know, the, a, a barber shop and whatnot. And I think that with that expectation, then I think there needs to be the education, but also education on our own. Two, I think we need to be willing to embrace some of the things more currently when it comes to Some of those set items. I'll give you example, Old Spice, not timeless, needs to go away. So sometimes maybe it's okay to try to pick up something new or try a new scent out, trying something a little more modernized. Same thing with uh, maybe your VO five. I say that because the old man used to wear that all the time, and um, you know, always uh, fit you know his look, but. You know, maybe it's okay. and Maybe it's the time to try something a little bit different, a little bit modern to give us a little bit different look. Clubman, very much. Clubman is very much a timeless product. Not for everybody. I get it. But then the same thing for anything new. But I think as as we try to educate the the younger generation on those things, Um, I think it it is valuable for us to educate ourselves also on some of the more modernized things and be willing, be open to unafraid of, of making some changes in styles, whether it be clothing or shoes or watch hairstyle, whatever. And, and just to be, um, adventurous enough to try some things and see how it looks and see how it feels, um. And I think as we, except for skinny jeans, I will say that, those those are definitely out. Um, there's no way, no how, no way we should be doing that. But I think as we, just because that as we become more mature that we want to become more um, in tune with that, I guess, with some of our stuff, I think it's okay not to embrace that and to do what we feel like that we feel comfortable with, that we like, that we feel like it fits our style, and if that means experimenting for a while on some things with different haircuts, uh, having a beard, no beard, um, things like that, then, you know, that's great. And if you don't know um, where you want to go, where you want to be with that, but you want to try some things until you find out what you want, then that's great and so, and fully... Embrace it and and see where it leads you. But again, also those timeless things that we talked about, or I talked about, too, those things that we hold on to, then use those as opportunities, too, to try to educate those younger generations. And so that they understand. And they have the opportunity to, to, to try it out. And if they like it, great. If not, then that's fine too. But having that flexibility and that willingness to experiment. And I think that I think helps keep us young, helps keep us more in tuned and more aligned with those younger generations so we can have communication with them and can have a dialogue and show them that, hey, we're willing to try some things for our own sake. And, you know, hopefully they would be the same way. And it kind of segued, I think, and pivoted out of the direction I wanted to go, but, I, I you know, there's just so many things that when you find those good things, you want to hang on to them, and they're valuable to you, no doubt. And I think as we, if one of the things that I was um, was was educated on by a good friend is, you know, we could have shoes and and you know if you buy an expensive pair of shoes or expensive clothes or suit or watch or whatever, that that thing is an investment that you treat it like an investment that you take good care of it and therefore it lasts you for a long time i had a a grill that i had and i kept it in the in the garage kept it in my garage for a lot of years and to me that made um that made, uh, that, made that just that more special that more valuable to me because i you know i treated it as a um of that way, instead of something that's disposable, and it lasted me for fifteen years, and we don't you know and and to show the generations younger that you know the, the latest and the greatest isn't always what you need to do, and that it's okay to have something take care of it and it'll last you for a long time. There's a lot of value in that because it is an investment. You worked hard for that money, hopefully. But if you did work hard for that money, then you want to take care of those things that you purchase with it. And I think that's the thing that I think sometimes it gets lost. Whether that be your vehicle and washing it, taking care of it, servicing it. Your bike, washing it, servicing it, taking care of it. Your lawnmower, your snowblower. All those things. Ourselves, you know. Uh, not everything is, it should be disposable in this world. And, we, and people talking about um, taking care of the environment and taking care of the earth, well, let's stop filling it up with crap in the landfills then. Let's take care of our stuff and not just throw it away when, when you know because we don't take care of it. I think there is important lesson there for the younger generations to learn is just to not just throw stuff away but take care of it, value it treat it well, take care of it and it'll last you a long time and you get a little bit of enjoyment and save a little bit of money to to spend on other things that, uh, that you want to experiment with. Whether it be a, you know, a little more expensive pair of shoes or a watch or clothing, whatever. But that's not where we find our value though. We have to understand that too. That's not where we found our value, but it's something that that we build upon that already self-worth that we develop on our own based on who we are, not what we are. But again, it's not about being a show-off. It's about just, those again, those investment things. And there is something to be said about if you look good, you feel good. But we, but we always have to be understanding that we have to deal with those core issues, though, too, that those aren't going to take care of us. They're not going to fix us. They're not going to make us better. They're just complimenting us. And if there's true pains, true anger, true sorrow, whatever that emotion is, then we have to deal with it directly and head on and not use these things, not use the materialistic things to make us feel better because that's where it runs out that's where it ends that's where it at time over time it's just gonna stop taking care of us soothing us but it's that again a a compliment to us and something that we can enjoy we don't have to have we don't need it but if, if you desire to do that, then that's okay. But it's not something that you need or have to have to make you a better person, to make people like you more, to make you more likable person, to impress people, Then it's going to be worthless and it won't, it won't work. So it's having the right attitude and thought process toward that. And finally, I'll I'll wrap this one up with a little more of the Lionel Messi saga moving to Miami. It's it's uh, it's really interesting. I mean, he passed up I think one point something odd billion dollars from Saudi Arabia to to come here, and and it is a pretty good deal. It looks like on the surface, gets a piece of the cut there with the team, get some money from Adidas, get some money from Apple with their. Um, subscription service to the mls so it looks like that he's doing well for himself and and taking advantage of his property that he already owns in the miami area but it's funny from this standpoint my my a co-worker a friend of mine there at work hates the mls hates major league soccer feels like it's just subpar feels like it's just you know not even close it's minor it's below minor leagues in the world of soccer and like i said it's a global sport so you know, when you look at um, the Spanish leagues, like I talked about, or or the um, EPL, English Premier League, and, and things like that, it's it's down the list for sure. So you know, not having any really interest in it, um, but loving Messi, now he's forced to to watch and follow MLS, and it's hilarious, and 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 it is kind of seductive. Um, on my part, but I, I just find the it funny that he's going to be so miserable and so and so just hate hating himself because he's got to follow this team that's not very good. It's very it's at, at, at current is poor, and now he's got to invest his time <laughs> because he likes watching Messi play. He's a Messi fan and now by uh default now he's becoming an mls and a um Miami fan and then the the their, their, their um, proper name is is eluding uh, me i think it's um i can't think of it but anyway so no, he's now a Miami fan and it's just going to be glorious um at least for the time being while messi's there Well, I hope you have a great weekend planned. I hope things go well for you and the weather's good. Hope, again, you're staying healthy, staying safe out there. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out to listen to the podcast. It means a lot to me. I'm so thankful that you take time out of your schedule. Valuable time to, to listen to it. And until next time.